as soon as we got to the hotel, she took out all of her clothes from her luggage and she went ahead and folded them and put them in her drawer that she assigned. This is my drawer with my clothes. And she went ahead and put it in the Kamari method, all facing up so she can see and she knew where all of her clothes were. And when she was done, it took her less than five minutes. I mean, it was like, boom, 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 all done. And she was like, I'm done. And I didn't have to say anything. I've never, ever told her to do something like that. I was just doing it for my own clothes. And she saw that and she did it to hers. And that's one of the things that still keeps me going today is just knowing that it does make a difference. Even if you don't feel like, you know, your husband or your kids are watching, they're watching you and they care about what you're doing and what you think is important. Welcome to Spark Joy, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the Kamari method and the transformative power of surrounding yourself with joy and letting go of all the rest. With your hosts and certified Kamari consultants, Kristen Ivey and Karen Sochi. And now, here's the show. This year, we're trying something new. We're featuring listeners from our Spark Joy Club in a special member spotlight. We're shining the light on all of the tidying progress our club members have made while listening to Spark Joy Podcast and leaning on the community. Next up is Spark Joy Club member and Patreon, Jennifer Vargas Fernandez. Jennifer is a labor and delivery registered nurse in the Woodlands, Texas. She is currently working on her Master's of Science in Nursing Administration. She is married with two daughters, age nine and two. She enjoys spending time with her family, bike riding, and singing. She has been a member of the Spark Joy Club since January 2020 and has worked with a KonMari consultant in Houston, Texas. Her goal in joining the club was to finish her KonMari tidying journey once and for all. Welcome to Spark Joy, Jennifer. I am so excited. Thanks for having me. When did you first come upon the KonMari method? I was actually probably in 2018. Mm, yes, I just had my second child and it came on the Netflix show, The Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. And I binge watched the whole show because it was awesome and I enjoyed every minute of it. And of course, the whole time I just went right into it like many people do and just like dump their like whatever laundry they're folding went ahead and like did it in Marie Kondo's you know way and like all of my drawers were all put back together but I knew by the end of it that I wouldn't be completely able to do it because I just had a baby to like spend the time that I wanted to completely start it so I really put it on the back burner completely until Christmas of that year I found the book the spark joy book in Target Shelf. And I've never been able to find it because I ordered it online through Amazon and they wouldn't send it to me for some reason. It, it was so difficult for some reason to get the book until that Christmas. And when I did find it on the Target bookshelf, it was my present from me to me. I read the whole thing and just fell in love. So that was basically the beginning. And that started off my whole research hunt to find all things Kanmari. <laughs> Which led me to you guys, which I was super excited to listen to y'all on the podcast. And it was such a help to just get things going. Kristen always said that, and she warned me throughout the podcast, like to me, Kristen's talking to me, 
during the <laughs> podcast. I feel like she's talking to me. But she said that a lot of people would just keep on researching. Like you just keep on searching for more information to the point where you don't actually end up doing anything. And that's exactly what I was doing. I just kept reading the books. I was rewatching the shows. I was looking at all of the podcast episodes and just watching them over and over, listening to them on my drives to work. I was just consumed with the actual information part that I was just so scared to start. It was my way of procrastinating. And I just kept hearing Kristen go, just do it. Just do it. (laughs) Just start. And so I I began with clothes. And I, I think it was not until January of 2020 where I got the Spark Joy Journal and I really began my event, which took me quite some time. And I feel like I'm still not 100% done, but I'm very much well off than I would ever dreamed of. I've made so much progress, thanks to you girls. And I'm just always so thankful for y'all. I'm still geeking out over being on this show. We are thrilled to have you. And thank you so much for being such a dedicated listener I'm so glad that you decided to stop procrastinating <laughs> and procrastinating and all of that and started to take some action. And we're going to break your whole journey down here. But before we do, let's take a step back and talk about your home. Can you describe for our listeners an idea of the project that was ahead of you? Okay. So I live in a suburb community and it's a two-story, four-bedroom, three-bathroom house about 2,400 square feet. Actually, we moved in in May of 2016. So we've been living here for about four years. And we love this house. It's a great house, has lots of closet space. And that's the thing about Texas, which I think y'all have mentioned before on the show, is that everything's bigger in Texas, Mm -hmm. which means you have a lot more spaces to put things, a lot of places to hide your, you know, possessions that honestly you never see again for a very long time. I didn't know how filled it was. I thought I was doing great. I thought I was fine. But looking through and starting out the event, like when you first start out trying to, you know, put your categories together, you realize how many things you hid. So it was a big project ahead of me. And I really knew that I needed support because I get overwhelmed quite easily with a huge project like that. So I for sure talked to my husband about it to kind of help me out, especially with taking care of the girls during the time. I really had no idea how vast the project was going to be until I started it. And I, <laughs> it was quite a shock in general when putting all the clothes on the beds and realizing how much I don't actually wear. Yeah, that's pretty common. It's interesting how much we can hide away in the space that we're provided, whether it be a studio apartment or a 2,000 square foot home in Texas. It's so interesting how Kanmari really is the catalyst to taking things out of context to make the decision before we dwell on where we're going to put this or where we're going to store this. So that's great that you started to experience that right on. And doing that can sometimes be a bit overwhelming and sometimes it can be the reason people stutter through this process a bit. And you mentioned that you had some moments of high and then maybe lower motivation. Can you uh, tell us a little bit more about some challenges that you ran into? 
The number one challenge that really hit me with COVID when it started in probably in May, May mostly for me, just because, of course, I'm a nurse. And as a labor and delivery nurse, we have to be there. (laughs) We're kind of one of those specialty nurses where we don't like to compare ourselves to the ER in that way. But in that way, like we can't be floated because we are needed for taking care of our patients that are delivering moms. You know, it's quite hands-on on that perspective. And we're very exposed to COVID in that situation because we have to be right there with the mom through pushing and delivering their baby. So for me, it took a lot of emotional stress dealing with that. And then also physically, I, I couldn't be as present at home. A lot of times I tried to, you know, I had to work. And then when I come back home, I really didn't feel like organizing. Right, sure. <laughs> I felt mostly like just to like appreciate the time I had with my children. But the COVID actually, I knew that beforehand that it was going to get a little chaotic for me. So I really, it kind of pushed me to keep going in a way right beforehand. So we went ahead and knocked out the garage because I knew all of the Goodwills, all of the, you know, donation centers that we have were probably going to close. So we like knocked out that garage. I would say, it took us about three days to just get everything that we wanted. You know, we separated the piles and we just kind of went through the whole system just on the garage because it was quite filled. Like we've never been able to put our cars in there. (laughs) So we went ahead and just focused on that, starting with through the, like the categories with clothing and then going through all that. And it was amazing how much we had in general in there. It was fun just being able to go through the things with my husband and we got that kind of sorted out pretty fast and donated right away. We just filled everything up and said, go, go, go. So in that way, COVID did help us. It kind of put a fire under our bottoms to just go. And the kids, of course, is a challenge in itself because having to virtual learn the kids while also trying to take care of my two-year-old and then also help my nine-year-old with school from home was another challenge that I don't wish on anyone. But in general, I feel like the number one person other than you guys that helped was my actual consultant. I did have a consultant that I actually found because of your podcast, one of your episodes about fitness with Ashley Barber She is from Simply Maven and she has a consultant company here in Houston and she actually was not too far from me. So I went ahead and called her and set up an appointment and I got hooked up with a consultant, Jay McCullough, who was wonderful. And I think they've helped me with some virtual sessions because of COVID. And then we finally just figured out that it was very difficult to do virtual tidying. (laughs) I think it's just, it didn't work out for me. I wanted enough time where my kids wouldn't be in the way of our actual appointment, but then also I needed time before that even just to empty out the space that we were working on that day. And I just didn't have the time for that or the childcare able to do it. The only time I could like make myself say, I have to have this time with my consultant was probably when we were actually face-to-face. So we did do a three-hour 
in-home tidy lesson. And that we really knocked out a lot there. Well, first of all, let me tell you that we so admire the work that you do. And thank you so much for not only the work that you do, but all the essential workers who have really put themselves on the line during this time. I cannot even imagine what it must have been like to do that kind of work with two kids at home. And then on top of that, trying to get organized. I mean, I hear what you're saying about the motivation and how it really kind of lit a fire under you and your family to do this. But it's just hard to imagine what kind of power you had behind that to really see this through. It's just really inspiring. Thank you. But honestly, I feel like you have to kind of live and understand. Like, I guess from January, I have listened to y'all and have almost like rooted myself up for this challenge to the point where I was not going to let anything stop me. (laughs) (laughs) Not even COVID. Not even COVID to stop me from this. And there were times where they would ask us to stay home because you know, if we didn't have elective procedures or elective inductions, you know, so there was like a week where they were like, can you want to be on call? And so I was like, yeah, I'd rather stay home um, and organize my garage. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) So there were times where it wasn't as busy. I just, you know, sometimes that was like a lull before the hit of the big. So those weeks were really where I started really just going to town. I am very interested in knowing What made you decide that a consultant would be a good choice for you? Well, I am a type B personality where I do not do well by myself. I need some sort of outside accountability. I was kind of let down on myself because, okay, I wrote down my goals for that week and it wasn't enough for me by myself to say, hey, you're going to tidy today at this time. I needed someone else to say, hey, aren't you tidying today? (laughs) (laughs) I think Gretchen Rubin, I also listened to that podcast and I really enjoyed it because she was talking about like the different personalities and I'm a people pleaser. I very much care about other people think. I'm very much a people pleaser. So if I have someone who's like counting on me to do something, it will be done. I feel like I am just that type of personality where if someone needs me to be accountable, I'll do it for them. But I knew that I needed a consultant. And I think it was from y'all just kept reminding me, I wasn't where I wanted to be. And I knew I needed someone else to help me. But I also you guys were so far away. (laughs) (laughs) I needed someone here in Texas. And I I just came across that episode on y'all's podcast with Ashley Barber and she's from Simply Maven. And I just called them up. I looked them up online and I called her and she set me up with a a phone call. And I just, I even like started crying during that interview process. Like, (laughs) just so emotional about it that I just needed some extra help. And I'm very passionate about it. She was very accommodating and helped me out with, and set up an appointment with Jane. Also, it was a little bit of a challenge with my husband. He didn't like the idea of me paying someone to help me organize. <laughs> he was quite resistant to the idea at first, but he saw the change that I had with just the little things around the house that was such a passion for me. He was like, you know what, whatever you think that you need to make this happen. 
So I'm very grateful for him to like listen to me and like give me a second to like explain how important it was. And he's actually, and my daughter as well, they've actually done a lot of the folding and they've slowly begun to kind of seen the way of the Kunmari method, which I'm super grateful for. We did two virtual lessons and then we ended up with a three-hour in-home tidy lesson, which was really nice. We focused on the kitchen and we focused on my arts and crafts that were really important to me because I do a lot of baby showers. (laughs) Can you imagine on the labor and delivery floor? We have (laughs) a lot of pregnant moms. We have a lot of pregnant co-workers. (laughs) The baby fever is quite contagious. What else did I do? Oh, like my medicine cabinet. That was a mess. So she really helped me with that too. As a nurse, you have to have a great medicine cabinet. I always think about the whole idea of a coach relationship or a consultant or trainer, whatever you call it, where you're bringing on a professional to help you. I think about how many more sit-ups I would do if someone was right there with me. (laughs) Oh my my gosh, that is so true. Yeah, I would do like zero by myself (laughs) and way more (laughs) with a personal trainer, not only keeping me accountable but making sure I'm doing those sit-ups correctly, that I'm then, you know, executing things properly, not wasting my time and actually getting something done. So it is a enhancement to the work that you've already done. And I'm just so glad that you really looked at all of the types of tools and tested each one out. You mentioned the Tidying Up with Marie Kondo Netflix special. Of course, the episodes that you've listened to here on Spark Joy, as well as the Spark Joy Club community and Ashley with Simply Maven and the Tidy Home Joy Journal. Of all of the resources, what do you feel like were your most useful tools? And let me know if I skipped any of those as well. I really feel I got the most done with my consultant. Just like what you said, you work so much better when there's someone right there and the dedication it takes, like, you know, that they're coming, you know, so you have Mm -hmm. to get the house at least presentable for them to come. (laughs) Mm -hmm. For me, for sure, the hundred percent, it's a consultant was my most useful tool. But then for my own, because after my consultant left, I was still left with the rest of my house. We didn't do the whole house. So I feel like the second runner up, which I continue to use today, is this podcast. It just reminds me to tidy. You do have to have that motivation to do it. And I feel like when I hear people talking about it, when I see it on the Facebook group that people are doing this, it motivates me to do it too. I have a Facebook group just to lose weight. I look at my phone so much and I need to see something that motivates me. And usually that's my Facebook group and that helps me lose weight and my Facebook group to organize. If you too need some guided accountability and a community to support you as you spend more time at home and thus a little close to your clutter, we welcome you to join Jennifer and other active tidiers in the Spark Joy Club. Here's more. The question, does it spark joy, is a simple one, but not so easy to execute alone. Extend your tidying experience by joining the Spark Joy Club, our online community filled with our clients, fellow listeners, and Kamari enthusiasts ready to support your journey. If you find yourself buried under clothing, stuck on storage, or pointing fingers at untidy housemates or family members, we want to help you finish your tidying journey once and for all. 
Support the show at the Joy Riser level and receive access to our exclusive virtual community, as well as the Tidy Home Joy Journal, your number one tidying companion. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click on join the club to get started. And now back to the show. Jennifer, we cannot leave you without mentioning to our listeners this creative solution that you came up with and you shared with the SparkJoy Club community. It was all about Apple phone boxes. Can you uh, share a little bit with our listeners? And we'll make sure to also post this on Instagram so everyone can see your hard work. Yay! Okay, so my husband was cleaning out his office And he actually came across a bunch of iPhone boxes, all of these accumulated through the years. So he went ahead and put it in the recycle to like recycle them. And I looked at them and I was like, oh my gosh, these are the perfect size boxes for my everything drawer, which I renamed because of Kristen. Nice. It was my junk drawer, but it is now my everything drawer. I love that. Ah, I've been looking for a good name for that drawer, and that is perfect. I went ahead and grabbed them. And of course, please put when you pull out the like inserts inside of them, sometimes they leave like a rough patch. So what I did was I have this washi tape for my planner, which I always buy a planner and then I never fill it up every year. But this year it's filled to the brim because I'm a spark joy person. Nice. And (laughs) in it, I have that washi tape that I never use, like rolls and rolls of it. And it always sparks joy for me to look at, but I never know or I'm very indecisive of where to put it on my actual planner. So I went ahead and put it as a lining for all of the boxes. And it's so cute. It pops like every time I like open that drawer and I see, you know, my little washi tape. I just, I love it. It just gives me a little spark, a little oop. And my junk drawer was not my, sorry, my everything drawer was very anti-joy. But now it really does spark joy every time I open it. I'm just so proud of it. And that you guys like that and like you shared it. Now I'm even more proud of my iPhone boxes. (laughs) (laughs) I too love washi tape and I have used it in the strangest ways. I also bought it to use in a planner, barely used it in my planner, but I've used it to cover a desk and just make the surface a little more joyful. I just recently used it to create a hat for a party I have to go to. <laughs> has that a is so smart. So yeah, I've just been using it to cover the weirdest thing and it's just so flexible it's tacky, but it's not. And it's just awesome. So love that you incorporated that in the inside of your boxes. You know, I think one of the things that I'm sure the both of us are really impressed by is your enthusiasm and your excitement <laughs> about the method. However, we all know that there were probably times when you really felt stuck. You felt like you wanted to give up, maybe even. Can you tell us about a time that you thought that, well, this is just not worth it and I'm just not going to do this anymore? And how did you get beyond that? The moments that I got stuck and I wanted to give up were mostly related to my children. I'm going to say that. I'm going to blame my kids. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like it wasn't really holding up for me. I didn't feel like it would be a long lasting thing. I just kind of got tired. You know, you just get tired. Mm -hmm. Like I'm tired today. I don't want to pick this up anymore, but I don't feel like it affected my love for the actual method. I think it was just 
you know, we have bad days and we have good days. And sometimes we have bad weeks where we just don't want to even think about that shelf that you've been looking at for the past week, you know. So I say that it was my kids, but then we went to a trip not too long ago. We went to San Antonio to visit my brother for like all of the day or something. And we went to a hotel and my daughter, as soon as we got to the hotel, she took out all of her clothes from her luggage and she went ahead and folded them and put them in her drawer that she assigned. This is my drawer with my clothes. And she went ahead and put it, you know, in the Kamari method, all facing up so she can see and she knew where all of her clothes were. And when she was done, it took her less than five minutes. I mean, it was like, boom, 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 all done. And I didn't have to say anything. I've never, ever told her to do something like that. I was just doing it for my own clothes. And she saw that and she did it to hers. That's one of the things that still keeps me going today is just knowing that it does make a difference, even if you don't feel like, you know, your husband or your kids are watching, they're watching you and they care about what you're doing and what you think is important. And they see how easy your life is in certain aspects when you do know where everything is at one time. I mean, that feeling of that you've passing down some really critical things to your child, that really keeps me going. Even when there's days where I'm just like, I don't want to do this. I have my kids that watch me and that... (laughs) And they know that, you know, there are days where I'm tired, but they also know there are days where, okay, mommy, she's putting away her stuff. I need to put away my stuff, you know, and I feel like our kids are such a motivation in general. I mean, that really helps me keep going, I believe, just for the love of my kids. And I want them to have that blissful life. Quick reminder, don't forget you have until November 24th to enter our SparkJoy giveaway. We'll announce our winners during our Best of show on December the 1st. Head over to sparkjoypodcast.com forward slash iTunes for instructions on how to leave a star rating and written review for the show. Then send us an email to contact at sparkjoypodcast.com to let us know you've left a review. Be sure to include your iTunes username for a chance to win one of three coveted Kanmari-themed prize bundles that will definitely spark joy in celebration of our three-year anniversary. Jennifer, of all of the amazing things you've said, one of the themes that I keep hearing is about the internal work that you have done around this issue of getting organized and doing all of this internal work to get to the external sparking joy thing. You know, you've been exposed to so much advice and so many resources, both from the club and from our podcast, apparently, which, of course, we really appreciate. Out of all of this work that you've done internally and externally and with a consultant, what would you say is your favorite tidying tip? Oh, my God, my favorite (laughs) question. (laughs) I think out of all of my favorite tips that I've learned so far. I think my favorite one is doing it now. Just go ahead and do it now. Our life is so short and there's so many things that we put off. If it takes less than one second, go ahead and just do it. Do it now. That really changed me in a way because I'm the biggest procrastinator. And if I don't do it then, if I know that it's something I can do in less than two minutes or it's something a little longer that I just don't want to do it right now, I write it down. And that just helps me remember to go back to it and do it. And for me, I think that's my favorite one. 
love it. And of all the ones to pick, that is a perfect one because I mean, if you don't have do it now, I mean, what's going to happen? What's going to get done? The episode that you were referring to there is episode 131 with David Allen, who is a legendary productivity specialist, and he's all about getting things done. Very literally, that is his method. And I love that idea of just leaving any room in your home, even during quarantine, a little better than it was when you entered it and, you know, grabbing those things to throw away and just getting it done now rather than passing it a few times before you put it away. Mm -hmm. And we cannot end our episode without giving you a moment to... (laughs) (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) just like so emotional about it. I'm, so- <laughs> I'm such a dork. I'm sorry. Oh, it's fine. At this very moment, Jennifer, what is <laughs> the most joy in your life? It's going to be riding my bike. <laughs> I just got a new bike for my birthday and it's becoming fall here in Texas which is literally maybe like a degree drop. <laughs> it's still super hot outside. <laughs> But it's still worth it to take your bike out and just enjoy the trees and just riding. I mean, I really enjoy putting on some music and just riding my bike is just very freeing. And it's just that's my joy right now. But that you asked me this question is quite joyful right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on top of that, of course, we have to ask you if you have any parting words of wisdom for maybe a listener who may be struggling with completing their tidying event and maybe a little hesitant about asking for professional support, what would you say would be your parting words of wisdom for somebody who is a little bit stuck? First of all, don't be hard on yourself. Everyone gets stuck and that's okay. Second of all, go ahead and do it, girl. Go get that consultant. Go ahead and spend that money you're not going to regret it. You're not going to regret it. The only thing you're going to do is benefit from it. If that means for you virtual, that's great. I highly recommend in-home. I felt like I got the most done at that. But then also just even if someone can just keep you accountable, like get, you know, text messages or an email that just kind of updates you or something that keeps you accountable throughout the week. Do that for yourself and you're not going to regret it. You're really not. It's a good life. Don't be hard on yourself and just enjoy it. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. You have been just a delight. We have been thrilled to have you on the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much. Y'all are so sweet. (laughs) I'm just so thankful. Thank you so much for having me. We so enjoyed your story, Jennifer. And thank you not only for sharing your Kanmari journey, but also for serving as an essential worker and making sure we all stay safe and healthy during these challenging times. Thank you. So now we want to hear from you. Tell us your burning tidying questions or share stories about how Kanmari has impacted your life. Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and review the show, which helps us reach others along their tidying journeys. To extend your tidying experience, you can join the Spark Joy Club. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click join the club to become a member of the Spark Joy community or join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope your day sparks joy.
Thank you for listening to Spark Joy with your host, Kristen Ivey of For the Love of Tidy in Chicago and Karen Sochi of The Serene Home in New York City. Spark Joy, the podcast, is not endorsed by or affiliated with Kamari Media, Inc. The opinions expressed on this episode represent the views of the co-hosts and guests alone and do not represent the corporate position of Kamari Media, Inc. or the Kamari Consultant Community.